How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Jamie Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Well, everybody, welcome to the TRM show, guys. I have a very special, unique, awesome guest. He kept his shirt for me today, guys. Great, man. So blessed to be on the show, connecting with you. Um, I'm excited, man. Thanks for having me. It is an absolute pleasure, man. It's good to have a, have a chat with you again here. And um, as you guys are listening guys right now on the actual show, Cam has been a is an entrepreneur. He is a business coach. He is a conscious leader in the industry of fitness. And him and his partner founded a company called Fit Plan. Is it nine years or eight years ago, Cam? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. We, we founded it in 2011. Um, we didn't actually launch the platform until 2016. Oh my gosh. So you had like almost like five years of preparation to get things going, correct? Yeah, we, we, we pivoted a couple of times and as we we're, you know, just uh, finding our path and and uh, we're able to find our path in the late of 2014 and, and, and develop uh, FitPlan. And we released it in, in the summer of uh, 2016. Wow. So it's been like almost five years of preparation and then basically six years of like, you know, getting it to grow with all your athletes, your coaches, your trainers. They're also part of the app, but how is the workouts for you guys in the app, correct? Yeah, that's correct. We we sort of wanted to create a fitness platform um, or co-create a fitness platform with some leaders in the space. So the foundation of our business model was just that. We wanted to obviously help people with their health and well-being. Um, you know, this was just an extension of who I had become through setting a foundation through health and fitness. So we wanted to find experts in the space that had the same aligned uh, vision and co-created platform that help people get in shape, not just physically, but also really dive into this area of mental fitness. So just kind of a, a bird's eye view, man, because obviously your platform is, is different in a way that when you look at FitPlan, that obviously has millions of subscribers around the world. And you guys were acquired, I believe, a couple months ago by another big company, obviously, as well. You take these like high-end sports influencers, fitness influencers around the world, you know, fitness, sports, all different demographics, and they come in and basically house their workouts in there for others that want to subscribe to it, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, they, you know, we partner with different modalities, whether it be in the, you know, personal training space, the coaching space, the athlete space, the influencer space, and they distribute their exact training methods through the FitPlan platform. Give us some of the names, obviously, on that platform, some of the big names, obviously, because you have some big names that are part of that platform, dude. Yeah, I think, um, you know, a, a guy that uh, you know quite well, um, legendary Mr. Michael Hearn, um, he's, he's been with us uh, since launch. Uh, same with Michelle Lewin, which is very, very popular in the U.S., especially in the Latin community. We've got some professional athletes on the platform as well. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Rob Bronkowski, uh, Alex Rodriguez. Um, and then we've got, you know, some in, in, in the social following aspect of stuff, some uh, smaller trainers, but that just absolutely excel 
in their craft. We've got Renee that, that teaches Pilates. We've got Jana that teaches yoga. So we've got a very diverse set of modalities and we've handpicked some of the best out there to share their unique experience with the world. That is absolutely phenomenal. I love that, man. The cool thing is you're a fellow Canadian guy that I met through a, a mutual friend back about six, seven years ago through Sonali. And it was that connection that actually we didn't actually connect about a year, year later, to be honest. It was over, I think it was over Zoom or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was actually funny, dude. It was, I remember because we had this, you and I had a podcast about four or five years ago. And we were having this podcast, you and I, back when you first kind of were just launching Fit Plan. And I remember because you were just kind of getting your investors coming in, you know, building this thing up. And actually, we had, we had this like show, literally on the show, <laughs> Cam had to like take an investor in the corner, some sort of investor thing. It was, it was kind of funny because he was just, he was growing. You guys grew so freaking fast. Like you had office in, I think, Vancouver and office in the States. Um, the athletes were coming on board. You, you guys were almost like on a rocket ship at that time. Yeah, we definitely were. Um, we grew very fast. I mean, when we launched the platform, we sort of pioneered. Um, the space as it relates to helping these different social media uh, personalities monetize their audience. Um, when we started developing FitPlan, there was only one fitness app in the app store, and that was Nike uh, Run Club. So there wasn't a lot of competition. Most of the fitness industry that was online was selling ebooks, and we wanted to provide a far greater training experience through digital videos, through audio voiceovers, so trainers can really teach their techniques. So we, yeah, we really wanted to pioneer the evolution of what the fitness industry would become. So, you know, we we had a lot of early adoption, a lot of early growth, just because of the power of influence we had with the partners that we decided to team up with, as well as the innovation of of our digital fitness platform. That's incredible. Take me back to 2011. That's basically going to be 11 years ago. And what, like, were you the person that actually inspired this idea in the first place? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 2011, um, I was in Calgary, Alberta, living with my partner, Landon. Um, He was running uh, an app agency. So he was developing apps. He's got a multimedia and design background. And I was running several different restaurants um, across uh, Alberta and Vancouver. And for me, you know, I was able to reach a a decent level of success, which I thought was success at a young age, just based on having a consistent fitness and and nutrition routine. I, I made it, you know, essentially the foundation just super dedicated to my health and well-being. And I knew fitness and and what I put into my body could, could be that. And so as I saw the feeling inside of me just manifest into being a lot more calm, collected, uh, a lot more clear, a lot more vision and purpose and meaning driven, um, this idea sort of naturally uh, uh, emerged at a kitchen table with Lennon and myself. And we put our heads together and decided we were going to create a digital fitness platform. So that was in 2011. We both had full-time jobs. Um, and you know, things, uh, around 2013 took uh, a bit of a turn where we decided to both resign from our current careers and go full-time into creating this fitness platform that would inspire change in millions of people around the world. So we packed up all our stuff and moved up to Vancouver and, uh, went, went full force into, into creating FitPlan. 
That's a crazy story, dude. Oh my gosh. So you guys basically packed up three years before you guys actually launched. We did. Yeah. So we, we really started going full time at fit plan in, in about October of 2014. And yeah, just figuring out all the pieces, you know, we had to learn as we go. Um, this was definitely a new territory for us, but it was exciting. And it was definitely, there was, there was, there was a very big why around the creation of this platform. So that kept us going in, in, in times of, you know, struggle and the obstacles and challenges, I'm sure most, or if not most, any business owner faces, but it was that strong why of being able to support and help multiple individuals all around the world, you know, gain back their power by taking care of themselves in a physical and mental aspect. Wow. And now obviously you're engaged. You're going to be having a, your first newborn in October of this year, by the way, congrats. That's awesome news, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. Super excited. Uh, you know, I, I, I met the woman of my dreams and, and I feel super blessed to, to have her as my partner and my best friend. And, um, I'm a big kids guy. I've always wanted kids. So this is just the, the next step that we're taking together to build our family. And we, we couldn't be more excited for it, man. I'm just like over the moon excited um, and, uh, and feeling just super blessed for, for how this journey has un unfolded. So I got to ask you because, uh, you know, you obviously attract some really, really big names. Like we're talking Alex Rodriguez. We're talking Mike O'Hearn. Michelle Lewin, uh, Rob Krankowski, these guys are, these guys are hard to access. How did you access these people? Yeah, it was a combination of myself and Landon being very relentless. Um, a, a funny story dating back to when we signed Michelle, we actually followed her around, uh, for almost three years before we signed her to just get some FaceTime with her at different expos. Um, and at that time her English wasn't that great. Uh, so we would always, chat to Jimmy about this opportunity. Um, and yeah, we were just relentless. We, we were nonstop, you know, sharing and promoting our vision of how we wanted to help people with their health and fitness, how we wanted to help people inspire change in their life. Um, and, you know, they, they bought into the vision and, and eventually, you know, we got some, some big names on board and that really helped with some credibility around our brand and what we we're doing. And that helped us, you know, generate these other additional uh, superstars on our platform. And when it came time to move into the sports space, we looked at, you know, some of the, some of the, the few uh, sports athletes that not just had a lot of skill to share, but were very, um, very active on social media sharing their guidance and their wisdom. And, you know, when we signed Chris McCaffrey, he was just absolutely crushing it. But if you look at the guy, he's in phenomenal shape. You know, he was he was one of the best, you know, uh, uh, tight ends or, or, or running backs in the NFL um, and one of the shortest, but just super explosive and powerful. And that was very unique. And I'm, I'm sure most people know Gronk, just an absolute phenomenal personality. Um, you know, he's so well liked. He's so genuine. Uh, so we just were relentless with with pitching these guys and allowing them to just share into the vision of what we wanted to create. And eventually we did. And, you know, we, we got a lot of no's, but the yeses we did get were super meaningful. Interesting.
So going over this 11-year journey as an entrepreneur, taking an idea in Calgary at your place with Landon to where it is right now, um, what would you tell yourself now that obviously you've gone through 11 years of like grunt work, learning, you know, just pounding the pavement, you know, really working hard and discipline, obviously reach your vision. Well, how would you, how would you coach yourself back 11 years ago to like teach yourself the things you know now back 11 years ago? What would be the things you tell yourself back then starting your vision all over again from the beginning? Yeah, you know what? Like it's it's similar to what I consistently remind myself of even today is just really stay true to what you believe. Um, like really what's in your heart, the meaning behind why you get up every day, the meaning behind how you want to serve the world and stay very true to that and stay centered in that feeling of service, in that feeling of, of, of just real deep alignment. Uh, around your purpose and that for me has been the biggest driving force to get me through the tough times and the good times but it's also something I would love to tell my earlier self because you know when you're in business there's a lot of distractions and a lot of the distractions sometimes convolute this relationship we have between head and heart what I mean is, you know, sometimes our heart is telling us to do one thing, but our head is telling us to do another. And sometimes the head, you know, although super powerful, obviously, um, can make decisions sometimes based out of fear. But the heart, most of the time, makes decisions based out of what you really, really, truly, truly desire deep down. Like, what is true to you right now typically comes from the filter of the heart. So I always go back and, and, and consistently remind myself, it's like, why are you doing what you're doing and how is it making you feel? Because when it sets your soul on fire, when it gets you excited, those are the things you should consistently be doing on a daily basis. Anybody can work. You can do anything that you want in this world. Choose to do something that makes you happy. That's really unique advice. And one thing I consider you, Cam, as, as a conscious entrepreneur, like you're the kind of person that I, I just have oodles of respect for um, because obviously you've gone through a lot of the grunt work and, and, and the grinding to get where you are today, but you've also been very patient through that process. And now you're teaching others, obviously, you know, like keep growing the brand, but also coaching others with this process as well. So what are some of the philosophies, the principles that you believe in or that you've learned along the way that you kind of, you know, coach your people on now because you're also coaching as well. So what are the things you, you teach your people on, Cam? Yeah, really like, you know, I can break it down to a whole bunch of different things, but two things that really come to mind that I, I consistently speak on is, is, is one, just being committed to your personal growth. Um, I think that is literally one of the most important things that I learned when I moved from you know, Calgary to Vancouver to start this new chapter, I knew that this, this next chapter of who I was becoming was going to de de demand an evolved version of who I was. And so it took a lot of time to reflect on who I thought I was and then reflect on who I actually was. And that goes back to what I said about, you know, maintain that moral compass of your true vision, the purpose-driven service leader that you are. So I really allow people to understand, listen, like there's, there's nothing separate between personal and business. Everything's connected. They're so intertwined. 
And how you run your business is actually how you run your own life. And how you run your own life is how you run your business. So if you're not personally growing and just thinking that if you focus all your time and energy on the business, that it's going to create this beautiful thing that is everything that you've dreamed of, it's untrue. These two symbiotic organisms need to grow together. And that's one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give to people from experience is focus on yourself, focus on what makes you happy, focus on the things that hold you back, focus on those limiting beliefs that are not allowing you to step into your full greatness. Remove those things, remove the energy that's not serving you in your highest power. And I think the second would be is take the path of maturity. And what I mean by that is think of your life as a tree. You know, the tree before it even grows, it plants deep, deep roots and the tree grows a beautiful trunk and that trunk grows for years and years. And then it, you know, spouts these branches and then eventually those branches grow leaves and then eventually those leaves grow fruit. Um, and a lot of times in life, we're just forced with this consistent moments of stimulation. We want everything now. Um, but if you're really building something meaningful, great thing, great things take time. Like nothing easy is great and nothing great is easy. So take the mature path, you know, have a direction that you want to go, implement the right systems and stay true to what you really believe. And you'll build something beautiful. What is, if you look back on your, on your past growth as an entrepreneur, is there a certain story that comes to mind for you that you, you know, went through a pretty challenging time or you had to overcome a limiting belief or you had to just deal with something pretty challenging in your life or your business that taught you something very valuable in the end? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really have any specific examples to give just because there's so many. Um, there's so many challenges that you go through on a day-to-day -day basis, but the one thing, the, the one thing I've been able to realize is there's always going to be challenges that you have to face. So don't ask for smaller challenges, ask for broader shoulders. And what I've been able to develop as a unique skill as an entrepreneur is how I react to different things, how I actually handle these different challenges. I handle them with times of reflection, I create space to really understand what has first created the root problem of this challenge and what is the best direction to take that is aligned with my moral compass. And I think that's a really important key. There's, you're going to have challenges every day, whether you be in a relationship, whether it be in business, whether it be with anything, with what's going on in the world, there's going to be challenges, but how you deal with those challenges separate people that live in a reactive state from people that live in a proactive state and create the reality they choose to live in. Mm. Could you go deeper into ego? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see your smile. <laughs> yeah. Um, again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's ego wants to keep us safe. Ego doesn't want us to, take leaps out of our comfort zone. The ego wants to protect and, and create security around living a small life. Um, and the higher self 
doesn't believe in anything small. It doesn't actually believe in a box. It's infinite. It produces infinite opportunity for abundance, fulfillment, happiness. Um, so the ego really creates a distraction, I believe, from what your heart is telling you. When we only make decisions from the head, a lot of those times it's influenced by the ego. And the ego is influenced by how we identify with different things. For example, if I identify myself as a CEO, I am a CEO. That's what I am. If that CEO title gets stripped from me, does that mean I am I'm nobody? And that's what the ego allows us to believe. Whatever we attach and identify with, that is who we are. So, you know, where the heart and the higher self of our being says, you will always be who you are. This pure ball of consciousness that's ever evolving. And those are two very important distinctions. Do I think the ego has a purpose? Absolutely. The ego gives us this permission to reflect on a decision we should, we should, we should make. But it's, it's really interesting to be able to create the tools and utilize the tools to understand when the ego is directing you in a place that you should reflect on or the ego is directing you in a place based off of fear from an identification that you may have. That's a really good point. I think one thing you mentioned to me last time we chatted, you mentioned how you take these um, recharge breaks or breaks where you'll go do some retreat or go learning. Like you do that actually quite frequently in your routine. Do you want to go just tell us more about that? Yeah, I really think like, you know, there's a ton of different modalities and, and a ton, ton of different tools that you can, you know, practice on a daily basis that create these micro shifts, you know, these micro state shifts, these micro mental shifts, these micro emotional shifts. But I find when you take yourself out of the normal environment that you're in, you give yourself an opportunity to create macro shifts, layers of shifts. So I've been a huge believer in different retreats, different leadership retreats, different plant medicine retreats, um, all sorts of different retreats that you know I, I, I love going on and learning from other people that facilitate these retreats, but also taking time away from my phone, my computer, my day-to-day -day routine, get myself into a place that's in a vulnerable state opens me up to macro shifts. That was super cool, Cam. What's cool about that is we're talking to a guy right now who's built, um, a, I'm going to call it an empire, you know, in the last 11 years um, that was acquired a couple months ago. You're talking about conscious shifts. You're talking about mental shifts, retreats, recharging, giving your chance, your time, your, yourself a chance to uh, re really reboot yourself to the next level. Tell us more though, because I want to hear more about that. That she's kind of cool because you don't normally hear that. Normally you hear um, just go harder, push more um, until it gets done, which again, it can be good in certain contexts, but you want to go deeper on that, Cam? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so funny, man. We've been conditioned, you know, with this hustle culture to, if you're not working 12 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week, then you're not committed to the business. And you know what I, what I, started to learn is there's a complete difference between commitment and attachment. When you're attached to something, that is your ego identifying with something. 
Therefore, you don't actually have commitment to becoming your best self. You're just attached to an end result. And for me, I, I'm, I'm like the first to say, let's cancel hustle culture. And I don't think people should work hard on things that drive their, their passions and creativity and expression. But I also think people miss out on this key component of productivity. So most people associate productivity with how, many stuff, how much stuff can I check off my list. But if you're tired and your body is telling you to rest, the most productive thing you can possibly do is rest. It's, it's like this notion of just keep going when the going gets tough, just keep going. When your body's telling you to stop, just keep going. Well, I'll be the first to admit that leads to burnout because I went through burnout. I was working 16 hours, a day, uh, 16 hours a day, seven days a week. And yes, was it effective? Absolutely. Was it sustainable? Absolutely not. And it goes back to what I was talking about is take the mature path. Don't, you don't have to rush anything. When you're tired, rest. When you're full of energy and ready to go, go. Implement the right things in your daily basis that allow for exploring this wide spectrum of things on this universe, like adventure, like creativity, like community, like travel, like expression, like this connection with family and other people, friends. You know, that's important. So. You know, I'm at a stage in my life now that I take time to rest and I take time to go on retreats and I take time to travel. And what that does for my working hours is makes, make them far more productive. Mm. It's not about the amount of hours you put in. It's about the quality of the hours that you put in. I am now at the position where if I put in four hours of work, I get way more done with deeper level value than working 16 hours a day. Ooh. So Cam, this is really, really valuable advice. So I want to ask this to you because obviously right now you're in a place right now financially where you're very secure. <laughs> you've obviously done very well for yourself over the years. But what if, what would you tell yourself six years ago when you're in that grunt work, when you're really getting the brand going, what would you actually tell yourself with that advice? How would you coach yourself back then, you know, on that camp back in the day? Yeah, that's a tricky one because I really feel like I had to go through, you know, grinding the way I did to understand that that wasn't the only way to be successful. So I never regret anything I did because it's made me into who I am today. And I learned a ton of lessons. I would not be able to create the, the juxtaposition between grinding and working smarter, as they say, um, if I didn't go through that. But I always think like, you know, I should have been a little bit more adventurous. I should have created a little bit more space and time for me to rest and recover. And maybe some of the decisions I would have made would have been, you know, better off, maybe. But I really don't know because I did what I did with what I knew at that time. And I learned the lessons I did throughout that journey to get me to a place where I'm at now that I've created wisdom around how I want to live the next chapter of my life. Wow. That's super good, man. So before we kind of end our, our meeting here fairly soon, I want to kind of go into a couple of business questions if I could. Uh, to ask yeah, you. So what do you believe has been one of the most important 
I'm going to go tactical on you. The most important business tactical tool you probably have used, um, you probably have many, but I just want to look in for one that you probably used to really help accelerate fit plan probably at its, at its best times. Was it a marketing? Was it a sales thing? Was it you with people? What exactly was one of your key things you put into place there? I definitely think relationships, um, you know, my partner and my partner and myself we really pride ourselves on relationships and building relationships from a foundation of trust um, and a, a foundation of aligned values. So I really think that's super important. I think relationships are everything um, and they're super important. And, you know, a more tactical thing in business is systems, 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 systems. You know, the goal Having goals is great. They set the direction, but having systems, that's what influences the progress. So, you know, we, I constantly am, 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 you know, reiterating to my team is like, let's build a framework. Let's build a system that we can iterate on, optimize, that we, you know, gain data from that informs our next decision. So I think systems are extremely important. They allow you to scale. And when you can create a, a system that works well, it allows you to uh, get rid of some of the manual work. So if you can create really effective systems, sometimes you need less people because you need people to manage the system instead of people to just do the system manually. That is a great, and actually one thing you mentioned last time we talked as well is your team, even though you guys have a thriving business, your team isn't like super massively huge. You guys are more remote, but like you mentioned, that part of systems has allowed you probably to do that, correct? Yeah, we've got a very small team, um, very small team, but you know, we're, we're constantly refining process, we're constantly refining systems, and we really genuinely care about the ecosystem that we've built we really care about our members and we really care about our trainers we really care about our staff and that's been like a guiding core value from us is people first like you know it's it's investors don't like to hear this but for me it's it's always people over profit um and it's so funny when you focus on people genuinely your profits grow interesting that's actually a really good tip guys wow so people before profit. That's from Cam Speck over there at FitPlan. I love it, guys. Last words, Cam? Uh, just thank you so much, man, for, for what you're doing in the world. Um, you're such a bright light. Uh, you're such a pleasure to talk to. And, and, and I'm, I'm so glad that we're friends. And uh, thanks for having me on your show. And, and I hope I could uh, you know, provide some value to, to the listeners here. So thank you again. Appreciate it. Absolute pleasure, man. Absolute pleasure. And where can they find you, Cam? Yeah, so you can find me on on Instagram at, at Cam Spec. Um, you'll see a lot of my beautiful fiance on there, um, and uh, the journey of becoming a father, as well as everything I'm doing in business and and my personal growth. Um, that's the that's the main place you can find me. And if you wanted to take a look at you know, my business, it's www.fitplanapp.com. And uh, yeah, if, uh, if you guys heard anything from this interview that inspired you or you have questions on, feel free to message me on Instagram. Uh, I take pride in answering the people that reach out. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Cam. And you know what's cool about you, Cam, is if you go to social media guys on, on his Instagram, you'll notice I kind of, I'm going to use the word authentic in your social presence because it's very authentic 
it's very professional. It's very warm. It's very positive, very inviting energy you give off. And I think there's why I like you so much. I remember one time you spoke at a conference that I was at the, that you were at was in uh, Toronto at that summit that we did, you were doing at. And dude, you spoke and you were like a ray of positive light, man. So um, you're just a great soul, man. Looking forward to keep seeing you. Of course, thanks so much. For, I really appreciate your time. And it was awesome having you on our show today. And uh, guys, follow Cam. And it sounds awesome. And thanks, bud. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money making, business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.